All right, guys, we gotta we gotta have a meeting, okay? We gotta have a big meeting. Your right, wolf great. is jumping down our throats. Mm-hmm. They said they got a podcast pitch from us that was the worst and weirdest games of all time, and they say we've fallen short. Okay. And if we don't change our games around, then this game is game over. So all I need is a worst or weirdest game that we can cover for this week's episode. What do you got, guys? I got something. All right, here we go. In this game, you are a real human man, and it's a a simulation game for his actual real-life skill. Sounds pretty weird to me. Are you... Is this week's game, Tony Hawk? Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Can we please cover it? We're all going to get... We're all going to get fired. Earwolf's going to go under, and we're going to be the anchor that dragged them to the bottom of the ocean. I don't think so. I think Reddit's going to be so happy we did a new game. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tony Hawk it is. We hard flip, gleam the cube, Kick Flip McTwist and Push Mongo in this week's fictional vocabulary simulator, Tony Hawk Teaches Typing. This week on How Did This Get Played? Welcome to How Did This Get Played, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest video games of all time. I'm Nick Weiger, along with Heather Ann Campbell. I'm Heather Ann Campbell, along with Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back, Bucket. Edge. Uh, guys, a lot to discuss today. <laughs> a One of the seminal games, I feel like, of the PlayStation era has been remastered and re-released And uh, we are going to talk about that in depth and some other things. But before we talk about this week's game, it is first time, as we always do, to talk about something else by spending 70 seconds in gaming heaven. Matt, count us off. Boom. So I figured we could talk about the PlayStation 5 showcase, which we all just watched today. Yes. As of this recorded, do we watch it? When this was recorded, PlayStation 5. That's right. But they is there had a long a, uh, delay a after when I speak? Why is <laughs> why was there so much time after I spoke before you spoke? I thought you had another thought. PlayStation Five, buddy. <laughs> Great, that's Heather's take. So it's coming out November twelfth in North America uh, for three hundred ninety nine dollars <laughs> for the digital only, four hundred ninety nine dollars if you got one with the drive. Some of the big games to announced: Final Fantasy sixteen, Demon Souls remake, which we knew about already, and a God of War sequel teased. Heather, you had some thoughts on that Final Fantasy sixteen vi- uh, footage that we saw. Well, because it didn't look crazy. Right? It looked really respectable, and I really liked Final Fantasy XII, so maybe Final Fantasy XVI is going to be super satisfying. But even in Final Fantasy XII, shit was weird. And this was like a normal-looking medieval setting. All right, we're done. I get what you're saying. It looks a little... He's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to keep talking after the 70 seconds. He tries it every week. So we don't have a guest this week, but we do have a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this week's Lots. game. I think is is one of your. Am, am I wrong to characterize it as one of your personal faves, Matt? Yeah, I would say that. Yeah the the franchise as a whole is very near and dear to my heart. I've played most of them. Uh, uh, if not, and owned a good handful of them as well. Um, I think Tony Hawk's Pro Skater was the first PlayStation game I ever had. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What so was the first PlayStation game you think you ever had, Nick? I know what they were because I, I bought them together. I bought. I bought it. I bought a PlayStation One with Final Fantasy VII and Castlevania Symphony of the Night. 
Uh, and because I was just like both Holy of those games. Shit. Yeah, two fucking all timers. And, you know, that was the I, I was I was all Nintendo up until that point in my life. And then I was like, I messed around with Final Fantasy seven and Resident Evil at a friend's house and was like, I got to fucking get one of these things. Um, took all my pooled birthday and, and holiday money and then used it to buy my own P- uh, PS one. And uh, and got a couple of uh, of humdingers with it. What about you? What were, what were you two? Your favorite? What was your first place in the game? Well, I want to say that if you oh, you were a Saturn went- person. Well, I did. Yeah, I was a Saturn person, but I did get a PlayStation eventually. Uh, I actually got a PlayStation pretty early, I guess, because my 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 the game I got was Battle Arena Toshinden. And I wouldn't have picked that up. I got Battle Arena Toshinden and um, Bushido Blade. That was like uh, Toshinden was like first generation. That was like a launch title, right? Yeah. So is Bushido Blade, I think. Bushido Blade was that early? Wow. First six months. Wow. I think so. I think so. I don't know. I I did play Boshino Blade. I never played Toshinden. Go ahead. I re- well, Toshinden sucked. Uh, <laughs> and and all the graphics, I mean, there's like a, a, an aesthetic to those early low pol- poly games where everything wiggles a little bit. And boy, did that game wiggle. Like your shoulder, like those shoulders on a character would be wiggling the entire time. Uh, as the sort of like the geometry was recalculated constantly, just jiggling around. I remember walking past a KB toy store after I had a Saturn and uh, seeing the PlayStation and being like, that system sucks. It's not going to sell. Nobody cares about Sony. Everybody likes Sega and Nintendo. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> maybe, it, it was, it, maybe we're wrong. <laughs> maybe, hey, maybe we're Matt, wrong. What was your, yes. what, maybe we're wrong. So yeah, Toshinden wasn't a great game, but you know, it was fun, I guess. It's weird the PlayStation 1 controller was also kind of clunky. Apodaca, what was your first game that you got on PS1, do you know? Yeah, I do and I so I do have to I feel like I have to preface that we did get it um we didn't get it right away cuz what PlayStation came out in 96. Right? Oh, I don't know. Sure, whatever. It might have so. been as early as 94, but so maybe it, it was out. 96. It was it like it was out or I think earlier than people remembered. It was out 1995. That's that what my memory right. says. That's I believe what my you. memory says. It had a long lifespan then cuz then we got um all the games that I got for PlayStation were um like PlayStation greatest hits. So you know like, Oh yeah. They were um not the new games, but they were new to me because I hadn't had it. So my Tony Hawk was a PlayStation greatest hit. Um, so Tony Hawk 2 was probably out at that point. <laughs> I, I, I hadn't played that one. Um, Spyro the Dragon, which uh, I didn't, I didn't, Spyro didn't click with me. I never went more into Spyro. Um, and I also remember that I had the original Tomb Raider as a PlayStation hit, but I never played it. And I remember waking up one time and my mom was just like in front of the TV playing Tomb Raider. And wow. it was the, the, the most shocking thing I'd ever seen at that point in my life. I just Your mom not a gamer, it. I assume. No, uh, she's played like the games that she really, really likes are like singing games. So like any game that has a microphone peripheral, it's just like any sort of karaoke game, you know, um, like your sing stars or like even like on rock band, she like to hop in and sing some songs. Um but she's never been like, oh, I should play a full video game, like and hmm. get immersed in that world. But she was playing Tomb Raider, and I always thought that was like a really cool thing. She was she fighting the dinosaur. I don't remember what she was doing, but I don't I don't remember her um, like expressing ever even mentioning to me that she was playing Tomb Raider. I just remember like catching her doing this and wow. And then has never had a conversation. I don't know if we've ever talked about this before. Um, I don't know if she ever beat the game. There's no way she did. I don't think there's any way she did. It would be shocking to me if I found out this late in my life that my mom has finished a video game. You saw your mom playing Tomb Raider and then you just never discussed it. No, it was like it was, you know, that song I saw my mommy kissing Santa Claus. Yeah, right. It was like that. But she was. Playing Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had the uh, you, you you talked about the the PlayStation controller, Heather. So people they associate the DualShock so much with with Sony, 
that I think there's been some memory holding of, uh, you know, the the first PlayStation controller was just a D-pad, had no analog sticks. That was it a was, response to the Nintendo 64 controller. Yeah, it wasn't even a D-pad. It was like the, it, I think the current controller works the same way, where it's just like three little pointed rectangles or four yes. little pointed rectangles. Yeah. Um, and on the original controller, that murdered your thumb. Like it would tear it up like a like a hoe in a farmer's earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially if you're trying to play. I had like one of the the Street Fighter Alphas for yeah. PlayStation One using that controller, and yeah, trying to do any of those rolling motions or whatever with those with those discrete uh, directional buttons. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, but I, it was a, um, I actually got the, the, before the DualShock, they had just an analog controller that did not have rumble, yeah. where actually the, the, uh, I forget which one's concave and which one's convex, which is which? The, 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 concave wait, is concave. in, convex is out. Yeah, it was okay, concave so the cur- thumb pads. Yeah, the the original one that was a concave thumb pad, and and, and now it's, it's that rounded sort of convex, uh, as I Did you say convex? <laughs> Sounds like you said convex. You thought you could get it past us. Oopsie. <laughs> I said convex. I didn't say convex. I mean, no, without convey. Come gex? <laughs> I was not blasting ropes thinking about gex. Did you guys ever do the switch trick to play import games on your PlayStation 1? No, I got mine modded actually at a, at a, at a game store. But I like I I knew about the switch trick, and it seemed too caperish to try to pull off. How, but was, you did it, I assume. Oh yeah, because you just like stuff a little bit of paper into the uh, part that recognizes whether or not the uh, disc door is open, and then you wait for that logo to load up, and you pop out the American disc and pop in a Japanese disc. It gets past the copyright protection or whatever and then launches you into a Japanese game. And the first game I did that for was Ghost in the Shell. Wow. I, I, I didn't think it would ever come out in, a, in the United States. So I got it from an import store because I wanted to play Tachikoma. And it, it, that game delivered. That game is weird. It's like Doom where you can walk on any surface. So there are there are entire levels where there's no up or down. It's just conceptually like i am facing enemies in which direction Mm. is that what you say like doom it's a first person game Uh, well it's an over-the-shoulder three-dimensional shooter okay and if you imagine that the tachikoma is essentially your reticule then it is essentially a first person game because it's not like it's locked i mean the tachikoma can't move in your in your field of vision does that make sense yes it's like the Tachikoma is the shotgun sticking up from the bottom of the screen in Doom. Got it. I'm just uh, I'm just pretending I know what Tachikoma means. It's a little spider tank with an attitude. Of course, yes. He's got he's got a little face and he's mischievous or she, it, they, that is. You got you guys Remember what you got for PS2? What was your PS2 launch title? You got anything? You did you Dynasty I got Warriors? A, is my I got answer. a PS2. Uh, yeah, I, I got a PS2 at launch, and I'm trying to remember the launch titles because it was one of those ones with like a w- like not like a great, not like a not like an awesome launch lineup. I feel like I got a Madden maybe, and fuck, I got something something forgettable. Was there an, was there like an SSX snowboarding out for PlayStation Two? I think at, so. At launch, SSX maybe that's was awesome. what it was. Yeah. Hey, that puts us back in. In uh, wait, Matt, what's your, what was your? Do you remember your first PlayStation Two game? You know, I don't remember because like I, a lot of that like a lot of that time period in gaming for me was like I, ex- experiential. Like through my uncle, I would watch him play a lot of games. So I remember. I mean, it was probably Grand Theft Auto Three. Like that was like probably a game that I right. had because I had that game. I played that game at my uncle's when I before I was like allowed to play that. Um, but it, probably um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three. Honestly, was like a game that uh, I played a lot uh, on PlayStation Two. I didn't get more into like, um, and a lot of the games that I got were um, like based on 
IP that I was like aware of. So like any right. sort of like movie that had a video game, I would play that. It didn't get until like late in the PS2 run where I started to get a little older where I was like, oh, like Prince of Persia seems like a cool game. I don't know. I've never played a game like that before. What's that? Or like, oh, like God of War seems cool. A lot of, I guess, uh, strong, cool guy games. Yeah. Are you excited for that Prince of Persia remake? No. (laughs) (laughs) And I think if you put gun in my head, ask me my favorite game, I would probably say it's Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. I love wow. that game so much with all of my heart. And that remake looks like dog shit. It looks, it looks bad. Um, they didn't do much to like improve the, uh, the graphics. The character model looks off to me. Um, I'll probably buy it. <laughs> um, but I, you know, and I'm also a little disappointed that it's not the complete trilogy, that it is just The Sands of Time. Yes. Yeah, you would think they would do they would make more of a package out of it. I, by the way, that is such a video game enthusiast sentiment of like it looks like shit and it makes me mad. I mean, I'm buying it. Yeah, I'm going to get it. Fu- but fuck this game. I've bought the PS3 um like HD remasters of Prince of Persia. Like I've bought the game several times. It's just a game that I'll always buy. Like if if they're trying to sell it to me. The greatest disappointment for me recently on the remake front was that Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles that I've been mm. hyping up on this very podcast. Yeah. So excited to play it. Played the demo, could not fucking believe how bad it was. Yeah. Like, real tragedy. Super like re- let down. They, like, recalled it, I think, from one of the, maybe the uh, the Australian eShop or something I, I so. was reading. Yeah. And, and it was so, but but what what were the issues? It, was it, is it multiplayer just completely broken or? The multiplayer was apparently broken. I didn't make it that far. Uh, the loading screens were lightly reminiscent of Sonic 2006. Like, I wow. mean, a character would be like, all right, let's go on an adventure. And then you'd get a loading screen. And then it would be the car, like, heading over a hill. And then you'd get a loading screen. And then, and then you'd Sonic on the would world go, map. It's no use. <laughs> What's he doing in here? <laughs> was not. That was, that was sh- silver. silver. Oh, that was silver. That. Sorry. I got my Sonic lore wrong. Yeah, you did. You did. You fucked up. You and know now what? The whole, what? As, as Silver would say, it's no use. <laughs> <laughs> he fixed if it. You, he fixed it. If you could get an HD remaster, like a full remaster of any game in history, what would you get? I think, Apodaca, you got your wish. Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess I did, didn't I? Wow. Well, that doesn't mean I don't get to have, a, so yeah, that means no wish one. for me. Okay. Yeah, you. you have another one. Have another one. Um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> not particularly an imaginative choice given today's <laughs> topic, but okay, sure. And then the, I mean, Prince of Persia's coming. Out. Like all my favorite <laughs> games are coming back. Tra- Crash came out already. Crash Team Racing is a thing I can play. It's, it's funny so- that Apodaca is just now getting old enough that they're starting to capitalize on his nostalgia yeah like right. he's getting all of his games that you happened know? to me for the first time when that um there's this book came out called meet me in the bathroom and it is a um a, like a rock like, or a music history book or sort of like told anecdotally from like the people from that era who were making music and it was all it was all about bands that i really really like and it's like oh they're writing books about things i experienced that's yep. so awful. I'm getting old. It's happening. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. It's I mean it's it, it's kind of a, a, a grim feeling because you feel yourself aging. You're aware of your own mortality, but then if you just sort of embrace it, it's just sort of like oh okay, this is now I can just uh, you know whatever live in adolescence for for the rest of my life. I the thing that I'm surprised <laughs> that I'm it will be interesting to see is that people uh, of Matt's age and younger generally don't have any money no. and so so much of nostalgia is like cashing in on just like oh you know this these people uh, they they have disposable income now because they've all settled in, in, into careers but just like the economy the bottom has fallen out of the economy so it's just like now no one has any money to spend Wait. so who's gonna buy all these fucking hd remasters and 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 you, you know memoirs and shit are you are you loaded nick you like yeah i'm fucking i'm fucking rich i'm rich as shit <laughs> i got a vault <laughs> I didn't know you had vault money. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. 
No, I'm sitting pretty. Um, <laughs> okay. It's a. Uh, it is such a yeah. It, it it's it, I don't know. I mean that that that's like that's a complete tangent in terms of how the our economic reality will square with nostalgia culture. Sure, Weiger. What would your whoa? Why did I call you Weiger, Nick? What would you um? You call me Weiger. Lots of people do. Most people, I'd say, do. Nick, my, what would you? That's what my parents call me. Hey, Nick. <laughs> what? My mom would put me to bed when I was a young one. Sleep tight, Weiger. Hey, good night, buddy. Jeez, <laughs> uh, Louise. Uh, Nick, what what HD remake would you want? Great question. It it's is. on every. It's on. It's on people's minds right now, and they didn't really. You know, they as as far as I can tell, it they didn't re- do the redo the aspect ratio, um, and and certainly reuse the 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 same uh, models uh, and and environments. So you know, I'm tempted to say Super Mario sixty four, even though that's kind of an obvious choice. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if they just fucking fully went for it, uh, that would be pretty pretty awesome to see. Um, but I don't know. I mean, also, like, I, so much of my nostalgia is tied up in the 16-bit era, and uh, it's it's tough because, like, I like pick I like the pixel art so much, and I feel like when they scale up things like that, when they they do like HD versions of that, a lot of times, then like the the intricacies of the pixel art goes away. Like everything's all like smooth. Or you know, think it was like like they did they remade Final Fantasy VI for mobile, and just like everything looks just looks like shit. Yeah. It's just like the the sprite work isn't you know it it's it's uh, it, it just it just looks completely uh, different than the than the art style that you know from the original. So yeah, I don't know. I think it would ha- I guess it would have to be. I'm trying to think of other games from the place they they redid the Resident Evils. So yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then I feel like that nowadays, and I feel like in almost like in in PS3 era and beyond, it's just a given that these things will just be remade in in HD. Maybe honestly, if they did like a, they did fucking a Metal Gear Solid, I know they they did a Mm -hmm. collection, but if they actually went and were like all the Metal Gear Solids, we're going to have them all in fucking, you know, we're going to make them all look like like Metal Gear Solid 5 and we're going to release them for PlayStation 5 in a compilation. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. That would be... Again, another dream of mine come true. Like I, it is. I do feel sort of like Richie Rich uh, in terms of like <laughs> all my wildest <laughs> dreams have. Like, it's not his story, I guess, but like I, anything I could ever want is now mine. And I don't. It's like I don't. Want, I don't want this Prince of Persia one. Do it right. Like <laughs> right. Is it? Uh, it is Richie Rich's whole thing that he just get like I know that he's super rich, but is there's some tragedy about him, right? Does he have Does he have any part that's like sympathetic, or is it just his dad well, died in front of him? His dad got <laughs> murdered right in front of him. Christ! And the, and the and the bad guy went, "Here's some money, you little shit," and that was the first dollar that Richie Rich ever made. And like now he's cursed. Every dollar he makes reminds him of his dead dad. He's like Batman without goals. Yeah, and his dad looked like George Washington. So every time he looks at the dollar, <laughs> he sees a picture of his dad. My answer would be SimCity 2000. Oh. I wish I wish they would do an HD remake of SimCity 2000. All those systems, but you could zoom in like sim level on mm-hmm. each of the little dudes walking around in your city. And... Perhaps it had some sort of procedurally generated interiors so you could like even go into skyscrapers and just like see people milling around and stuff. But I hate the new SimCities and I feel like the complexity hit a perfect balance in SimCity 2000. Yeah. There were enough crazy bullshits like plumbing like that you had to deal with. But then also it wasn't so granular that like you were adjusting marginal tax rates on like some significant portion of your populate. Like it was still fun. Um, so that's what I would want. Uh, SimCity 2000 remake. I feel like that's a that happens a lot with strategy games and sim games is that it reaches a certain point where it's just like this feels so good. And then there's just feature creep where they just keep adding more and more in subsequent iterations. And it just becomes so bloated that it's just like, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I but yeah, I, I it's have you messed around with City Skyline at all? I people like that. That series a lot. 
I have not. Um, I did play SimCity on iOS, which was, I think, the most recent SimCity, and uh, it blows. Uh, it hmm. fucking sucks. It's fun Damn. for about a week, but then it's clearly designed around putting money, like real world money, into the system, uh, as all yeah. mobile games are. Yeah, and the joy sucks. of SimCity is if you make the money in the game, you can build the stuff. Like, that's it. There's no additional layer to it. It's like, right. I have organized this correctly, therefore I am making money in my city, and therefore I can, like, build a park. Yeah, that, that I mean, that sort of monetization is just, it, it, yeah, it completely sucks the fun out of that sort of shit. Um, you know what's weird was that a uh, film adaptation, Frank Miller's SimCity. <laughs> a lot darker than the games. Oh, no. A lot of the creative choices, like, where did this come from? <laughs> All right. Look, um, hey, if you're going to, if you're going to really, here's what you would have to believe in order uh-huh. to say what you just said sincerely. Either. That you had never looked at the poster long enough to read it, or that you did not know there were a difference was a difference between the letters M and N, or that you thought SimCity was called Sin City. Mm-hmm. But any one of these scenarios, Nick, you'd have to be really dumb, like <laughs> super dumb. You're right. That doesn't track with me at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very smart and extremely wealthy. Um, let's. Uh... nostalgia while well, we're, we're taking this trip down memory lane let's talk a little about action sports games uh back in the uh, back in the day some of these predating some of these coming after a uh, tony hawk's pro skater which is you know the 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 part one and two generally which is what what got re- what got remade here generally i think consider the the apex of the action sports genre some yeah. people even say these are the best sports games ever made period which i think there's a case for uh but if, if i'm going back you know older than that the ones that i think of did you guys ever mess around with california games no we are Devin is going, nodding a little bit we are about to enter into a total black hole of my wow. gaming experience because wow. i have played maybe zero sports games wow are you including things like because you know there's like your there's there's a lot of the action sports games are kind of arcadey you got things like your cool borders you, you really haven't it. even messed around with any of that yeah, name 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 one name one of them and i will tell you if i if i've played it the big ones. um uh ssx snowboarding we talked about never 1080 snowboarding nope You've talked about, no, you've played none of these. None of them. Cool borders? Nothing, nothing. I've never played, unless you count Wave Race. Wave Race? I'd count Wave Race. Racing games I've Doesn't played. Doesn't my next one, Wave Race. <laughs> racing games I've played, but like sports games or like Olympics simulators, like even Mario and Sonic go to the Olympics. Yeah. Nothing. You haven't fucked around with any of those. No, I don't uh, play sports games. I will. I want. I, I will say California games. I, I think you're probably too young for Matt. But this was a. Uh, this was like a a a fairly big uh, game franchise in the '80s, and um, it was. You know, it, it was the first time I saw like like skateboarding depicted in a game. Um, it had a few different events. Uh, it had skateboarding, had surfing, had BMX. Uh, the one I remember is there. It had a hacky sack game. That was oddly compelling. It really was just keeping a hacky sack in the air, um, and uh, it, it is so. But it was just a series of mini games, and they were all kind of action sports themed. Before action sports or even extreme sports was something that people knew about. The other one that that put from the NES era was TNC Surf Designs Wooden Water Rage. I actually didn't know the subtitle until I looked it up in advance of this. I always just knew it as the TNC game. Wow! Uh, but it was a. Uh, uh, that game, it, it really just had a a, a, a skating game that was a side-scroller and a surfing game that was just like a one-screen thing. 
Uh, and it was like, uh, I mean, it was very arcadey and it was very cartoonish, but I remember that game being fun as shit. And then one of the characters, Thrilla Gorilla, I just thought was cool as hell. He's a oh, surfing gorilla. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just from the name, you know that guy's got yeah, attitude. That's awesome. Kind Real of a proto-Funky Funky Kong. Kong. Yeah, very much like Funky Kong, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, I, we're both often thinking of Funky Kong, so of course that would be on the tip of our Yeah, tongues. no, I, he's um, my lord and savior. <laughs> <laughs> he's near and dear to my heart, and by that I mean I have a tattoo over my left, che- left, left breast. <laughs> I, um, I mean, I played... A lot of like of the Tony Hawk games. I loved Tony Hawk's Underground. I loved American Wasteland. I played some of the um, uh, the Activision like O2 um, offshoots, which is like Matt Matt Hoffman's um, BMX. And, um, oh yeah, Kelly Slater's Surfing was like one that they had. Also, Sean Palmer's uh, Pro Snowboarder. Um, but I also I remember from going to the arcade. Um, shoot, what was it called? Um, there was a, like a standing up skateboard, Top Skater. There was a game in the arcades where you're like on a skateboard and it had like, you know, two like rails to hold on to. And it's just like a yes. sort of downhill sort of like um, race against the clock skateboarding game. And I, I loved doing that at arcades, like at a Chuck E. Cheese or something. That's the kind of game that I feel like I'd see at a barcade now, and I'd be like, oh, I should, I should play this. Uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was a fun game. I'll try this yeah. out again. And then I'd, like, tear both MCLs. <laughs> 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 Nothing like, yeah, going out for just, like, a nice little night and then going home in the stretcher. <laughs> yeah, realizing how fucking old you are. Um, ha- have you, Matt, have you messed around with, uh, Heather, I know the answer because she doesn't play sports games, but I, in, in the skateboarding genre, have you messed around with a skate series at all? Yeah, I I feel like I rented Skate Two, um, I I because I didn't I didn't really have an interest. I was like, well, this isn't Tony Hawk. These aren't my guys. I don't know what's going on here. Um, and like the Tony Hawk franchise at that point had gone into the veered away from like the just regular like missions. It was just sort yes. of like now story mode. Right. Uh, and I thought that was a little more fun for me at that point because I was. Um, you know, especially with Tony Hawk's Underground 2, I was a big jackass fan, so, like, that was just, like, my my sweet spot. But I didn't really mess around with that, but I know that people love Skate, and that it's, like, a, it's more technical. It's more, um, uh, I guess... Simmy. Not, yeah, more Simmy, whereas, like, Tony Hawk is a little more arcadey. It's a little... Yes. It's designed to be a little more accessible. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 I think that I mean I I haven't I haven't messed around with the skate games. In fact, after Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two, I mean I touched I I I I just messed around a little bit with the game you touched on um to, uh one of the Tony Hawks Underground, but I didn't mm-hmm. even like you know I, I I just played a little bit. I didn't even like own it. Uh, so so it was really one and two for me. Um, but yeah, from what I've read of Skate, it is it is like a little bit more hardcore. And then there's another game that that you and I have talked about off mic. Yeah, uh, Matt called Session. Which is in early access right now, but I'll just read some of this from an from an early, uh, a, uh, a a games radar piece by Alex Avard. I, I apologize if I got your name wrong, uh, your last name wrong, uh, Alex. Uh, but here's uh, here's what uh, what Alex writes because I thought this was interesting sounding. It sounds like a game I'd hate to play, but but an interesting uh, design ambition. Sure, Skate invented the concept of tethering the controller's analog sticks to the main character's feet. But Session is writing that design mechanic into far more ambitious territory. Here's the deal. Your left and right analog sticks determine the direction of your character's legs, while their respective triggers direct where the character shifts their body weight, thus guiding the angle of the board with two separate buttons used to prompt a push from either foot for building acceleration. What's more, if you decide to write Goofy, a.k.a. skate with your left foot forward, the entire control scheme is thus reversed, forcing you to mirror your muscle memory to perform even the simplest of actions. That's, that's, yeah, that sounds like a nightmare to me. Yeah. Like that, 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 sounds that, sounds like, sounds, that sounds like quop for skateboarding. Like, yeah, just, right. <laughs> just like, all right, so the X button is your ankle. The circle button yeah. <laughs> is your other ankle. Your legs are the analog sticks. Your, yeah. the D-pad is your left hand, which <laughs> provides balance. The, sol- yeah. the 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 touchpad is your hog. Well, you won't need that, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's but it's available. It. It's that, and there's that other one that's out right now too, um, Skater XL, which yes. is sort of like more simmy also. But people seemed um, iffy on it. They said that it didn't that it didn't 
really scratched the itch that they were looking for is what I what I heard. Yeah, so so there have been some attempts, but I, I feel like the you know the the Tony Hawk is is still kind of the the king of the genre at least historically. So well, let's get into Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two, uh, which was just re released for uh, uh, contemporary consoles. Uh, Matt, you got some details for us? I do. So yeah, it is a remaster of the original games from 1999 in the year 2000, respectively. They sort of had annualized uh, sequels after the first one was a uh, surprise hit. Um, and the way the game works is you, you know, progress through the game by completing various tasks at uh, different locations and increasing difficulty to unlock, you know, next levels and other uh, little secret unlockables. Um, they're both games were met with, um, universal acclaim, but particularly Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, uh, was, is, is considered one of the greatest games of all time, which I didn't own and I'd never... I only messed around with a couple times on Dreamcast. I didn't really get to experience Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 until now. Um, uh, the remaster was developed by um, Vicarious Visions, who did a lot of uh, the ports of the handheld versions of the game, uh, but like for the, for the originals. And it was published by Activision, who's been doing so since the franchise's inception. They, uh, the same team also did... I don't know if it's the exact same team, but Vicarious Visions and Activision did um, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy as well. Yeah, it's it's a uh, uh, it's interesting that a lot of what you were saying was making me remember. Like I had, so I had part one for PlayStation One, and then I had part two for Dreamcast, if memory serves. Yeah. Um, and so revisiting these, first off, can I can I just say, well, Heather, you'd never played this series. Yeah, no, I'd never touched Tony Hawk ever before this week. So uh, wow. well, let's, as someone completely new to it, what was your reaction messing around with it for this episode? So uh, for, I would like to preface this by saying I said I told Mary while we were playing this week and she was like, oh, my God, that's one of my favorite games of all time. I can't believe wow. it. that's so exciting. Uh, and I was like, OK, great. And I really like sat myself down for a good week as opposed to like one of the hell weeks. Guys. Mm-hmm. Guys, I don't get this game at all. <laughs> at all, at all. I have there's because there's no nostalgia mm-hmm. for me. So I don't have like like the music isn't like triggering any like sense memories for one. Yes. And I hear that this the soundtrack to this is supposed to be like, oh man, I remember. Like just it doesn't trigger that at all. And then also, guys, and I'm not I don't want to be contrarian here. Like I I don't I I really I'm one, I'm bad at this game. Like I'm bad at it. I think that there is a learning curve that is longer than a week. Uh, mm-hmm. I, um, you know, clear the tutorial and then like cleared the first level of shit on Tony Hawk one. And then the next one is a school. And I was like, okay. And I was like, maybe I'll go to the, the other game and, and see, maybe there's like another thing to this that I'm not getting. And I went to the next one, uh, Tony Hawk 2, and I think it's an airplane hanger or something. Yeah. First, I played the airplane hanger, and I was like, this is the same. I don't, guys, I don't understand this game at all. It's like a racing game where there's no one to race. It's like a, it's like a demolition derby where there's nobody to hit. It's just very <laughs> weird. It's yeah. I mean, they they are. It's it's kind of like a time attack. You've got these time challenges, and then you're just trying to reach a threshold of. You're really just like competing against yourself. And I will say that I was like, I was I was approaching this from a nostalgic standpoint, from a point of just like, oh yeah, this used to be such a fun game to just like sit and chill with. And I was like, uh, you know, kind of ready to like like jump back into it and be like, oh, this will be great, and I could play this a bunch and. I was a little surprised that my own reaction was kind of playing it for a little bit and being like, all right, yeah, I remember this. You know what I mean? Like, like I was still like, I was like, this is a really well executed remaster. Uh, I, I it, you know, it looks great and the physics still feel great. It feels like the game that I remember, but it's not the kind of thing where I'm just like, oh man, I'm going to fucking play the shit out of this again. It was just more sort of like, oh yeah, that was fun. You know, kind of in the, in the same way that you'll be like, You'll you'll t- turn on an emulator to play a game that you played, you know, like uh, twenty years ago, and be like fucking like ah, oh, you know, play it for fifteen minutes and feel like all right, sure, yeah, that was ah, oh, that's a game I remember. Um, 
again, even though I, I think that it is still a good package, but I, I think that's part of where I like I just kind of personally my gaming tastes have kind of have kind of changed because, uh, yeah, it is it is really to, to your point, Heather, it is really you're just competing against yourself. Um, and, uh, I, I guess also a lot of it is just like getting the muscle memory down, like practicing, like the combinations of just like, I'm going to do, you know, uh, this grind into this flip trick into, you know, uh, into this manual, like, like it's, it's just kind of like remembering all like re like learning or relearning all of those things. Um, and I, th I feel like that's more of a thing for a kid or a teenager, but uh, Matt, I'm, I'm just curious, like what, what, what did you think? Like, uh, the, the jumping back into this. So, yeah, for me, the, I guess, then this, I mean, the, I was going to say, like, the window for nostalgia for this franchise is maybe more narrow for me, but I, that doesn't make sense because we all experience time in the same way. Um, mm. so, like, I, I see all I was, of time at once, oh. just uh, in case. <laughs> Are you recording our final episode right now, too? <laughs> yeah, I'm, all sim I'm simultaneously recording the, uh, Final episode and uh, officiating Heather's funeral um, <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, why are I, you her officiating? Wishes. Is everybody else dead? <laughs> like, also, I hate to think of a world where Heather. I feel like if Heather's dead, something happened. To, we're we've, we're long dead. Yeah. <laughs> it would yeah, the, the scenario where the scenario where uh, where I outlive Heather is hard to fathom. <laughs> <laughs> but I. So I mean, I was. I would replay these games like just over and over again. Like, uh, cause like in, I think on, um, I feel like they had like difficulties, like difficulty modes you can play on, but I don't, there's not one present on, on this game. Um, but if I, my memory serves, you could just sort of replay it over and over again. And I would just pick it up like f when I was bored. Cause it's a fun game to pick up. Yes. I mean, they're two minute increments. You don't have to spend that much time. It's like Tetris to me. Um, where I'm just sort of like, even in, in free skate, I would play, like just skate around for a little bit, but it was a fun game to play with my brothers because I had a second controller and we would just right. play, um, we would I'll often play like the trick attack mode, which was just us trying to beat um, each other's high scores over and over again. But I, I pre-ordered this game and they're doing this thing now where some games, they'll give you the demo if you've pre-ordered it, which doesn't make sense to me because I already paid the money. Right. Like, so you should give the demo for people who haven't paid yet so they could be like, okay, well, what is this? Uh, and then they could be like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll pay for that. Uh, but, you know, I played the demo. So I was playing the demo weeks before the game came out, and I was bad at it. <laughs> I, I was like not – my muscle memory was not back in. Yes. Uh, like right away. I had the same uh, experience. I was. But, I was like, oh, well, like I, I, I thought I'd be uh, sitting pretty, but no, I did. A lot of the stuff was like, oh yeah, this I, I've forgotten how to do this exactly. Yeah, but by the time the game was ready to play, I think I cleared all of the warehouse in two runs. Like I just like wow. did all, and I, you know, I've now experienced uh, the. They have a speed run mode where I can do all of the the challenges for the at least the warehouse in under the two minutes like and do all of it um but there are people who are doing those in like 30 seconds so they have it down yeah. so and i'm not i'm not that good i'm good enough to do it in under the two but not like 30 seconds good it's um who is you, who are your who are your skaters who do you who do you who do you use so do you, you do the creative skater i do the creative skater because i like to see myself in the game but i mean I love I love Bob Burnquist. I love um, uh, I love Chad Muska. Those are like two just like my favorite dudes like to watch. Um, mm -hmm. Rodney Mullen um, is also incredible. Bucky Lassick. I love all of them. They're all like people that I've I've I. I don't even know why I haven't said this yet. I used to go to the X Games. I love wow. skateboarding. I would wow. go and watch and like be a spectator. I've seen Tony Hawk skateboard. It's like a very exciting. It was a very exciting thing for me. What between like the ages of like twelve and like I think sixteen, I would go um, when it was at the uh, Staples Center. And um, I yeah, I was just very dialed into extreme sports, but I never like did it myself. Um, I had I've owned skateboards but i'm not a brave kid uh yeah. so, you know too scared to get hurt but i liked playing with those guys but i with this one i went straight into um 
uh, create a skater mode, but I love that all the skateboarders are in there as their current ages. You can yeah, play. Yeah, I love that decision. You can play as 52 year old Tony Hawk and just like not suffer any of the like potential pain that a 52 right. year old bailing on a 900 would experience. <laughs> yeah. I would say I m- murdered my dude several times. <laughs> there was, I, I failed a trick so hard that the camera reset because <laughs> I, I dropped my dude. I found, so I chose the dude who had the highest speed because when I was playing as Tony Hawk, I was like, this game is so slow. And it was very, Mm -hmm. I was like, you can't make it go fast. Like, I was like, there's no way to pedal your board. You foot pedal your board, you just go. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I got to go faster than this. So I found the guy with the most speed, and I played as him, and it was more fun for me. But then I definitely missed, like, a wall, like, a drop-off wall in the school. And he fell behind this wall at such a force that it like, you know how the camera scrambles and then restarts? It took like a full like 15 seconds and then the camera kind of pulled back a while and then he <laughs> reappeared on top of the wall. <laughs> he was I love dead. The, I love the, the, like the glitch animation yes. for, for resetting the character. I think that's really, really fun and clever. Yeah, I think that's really cool. The little rewinds you get, and and I like, yeah. and I, I also say just like as a love letter to the franchise, which is what this kind of is. It's like, mm-hmm. like yes, the decision to make to to have all the original skaters in it, but like like you know at their uh, at their current modeled after their current ages. I like that they're like retaining the tapes. They're not like even though like a lot of people playing this game probably for the first time are so young they don't know what the fuck a VHS tape is or yeah they or didn't understand update it to a Blu-ray. Exactly. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't yeah. do anything like that. It's just like it's just like no. This is this is what it was. And 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 the soundtrack too. I mean, um, you were we were talking a little bit before we started recording, Matt. But you know, the the there's a lot of iconic uh, tracks on these uh, on uh, from various artists on these on these in these games. Um, but uh, the one of them we identified or, or that you identified. Let's let's play a little bit of this right now. I mean, this. Anytime I've heard this song, not playing Tony Hawk, it's put a smile on my face. I love it. <laughs> this is like. I don't know. I don't know. They like. It's just so interesting because I, you know, this song is so attached to the game, right? Um, and you know. Goldfinger, I, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna pretend that I'm like a huge Goldfinger fan, um, but like, I was watching, so I, I watched this documentary about the Tony Hawk franchise called mm-hmm. uh, "Pretending I'm a Superman," which is a line from this song, and the lead singer from the from Goldfinger was in it, and he was like, at the time, nobody wanted to put their songs in video games or anything like that because it was like selling out, but he's like, ska is so directly connected to like skateboarding culture and things like that, that they were like, absolutely you have to, otherwise the game won't be good. (laughs) Like they had to do it. So like both things sort of like exist because the other one exists. And it's very, very, it's just a very, very interesting uh, thing. The documentary also made me tear up. I was, uh, I was very emotional watching this thing just to watch these people talk about how grateful they were uh, that, um, Tony asked them to be in the game. Like it's such a cool thing because he had the opportunity right. and brought. He he could have been the only skater in the game. You could have just been Tony Hawk. It's true. Yeah, and, but and he asked you know, other skateboarders. Yeah, I, I'm there. There are a lot of celebrities who would have made that decision and be like, "Oh, this is about me." But I, it seems from everything I know about Tony Hawk, he it it's, he seems to be like it seems to kind of rule as a human being. Yeah, Do he has guys- like a very wholesome like cool nice guy image yeah you guys should follow him on twitter he mostly posts about people who think he might be tony hawk so like he'll be at like a tsa (laughs) checkpoint and a guy will be like hey you got you got a skateboard there huh you you think you are like a tony hawk 
And uh, <laughs> he'll be like, yes, I'm I'm Tony Hawk. And will be like, no way. And that'll be like the exchange that he will post <laughs> <laughs> to Twitter. Yeah, no, he um, he's very um, he's very fun because, yeah, he just like at this point, he's like he's in like the bonus stage. He's just sort of like, oh, yeah, I did all the like the crazy things that I was ever going to do. And now I'm just having fun. He rules the bonus stage of life. You mean? Yeah, exactly. Not just the video game. He's Man. not at just the uh, the helicopter drop as it would be in this game. <laughs> I really liked hearing Rage Against the Machine in. Oh in yeah, this, uh, and the, uh, that was a a, a delight, a yeah. nice a nice little thrill, a little bit of rage. The, for a, a, for I mean the soundtracks for Tony Hawk games are taken so seriously. It's like it's yeah. it's a its own bit of pop culture. Like because uh, I mean I certainly learned about a lot of bands from the soundtrack. Like I hadn't heard the Dead Kennedys when I was eleven. Like you know what I mean. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh. So like I was introduced to a lot of music that way. Like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtracks were like my older brother because I don't have an older sibling. So it was like a very uh, formative franchise for me in terms of just like introducing me to other culture. That is so sweet, Matt. That's like it is. the sweetest thing I've ever heard. That's I just so thought sweet. about it. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I, they, I I think that I think uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, along with the other game that I think of that had like a soundtrack that really stuck with me, was Crazy Taxi. Also from this era, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, which was uh, you know we had some overlap there, Offspring, Bad Religion, mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, but it it's yeah, it's it's. I, I guess that comes from just also just it being like a CD based system where they could do that musically, you could have actual songs. And I think that's another thing of just like the novelty of being being like, holy shit, that's just a CD quality song that is playing while I'm playing a video game. That at one point was like a thing that was just like, like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, because like most games don't have like licensed songs in them. It's not like a thing that. Like you, it would be weird. It might be interesting if, like, you were playing Mario, and then like Top Forty was playing in the background or something. It would be strange. It would be that would be weird. It would not be a good idea. Macaroni do in a pot, like <laughs> while Mario's like hopping over. A- <laughs> <laughs> that would be a nightmare. <laughs> um. The. Uh- yeah, someone com- they they commissioned a song. They they commissioned a whole soundtrack, just kind of scoring Mario's life. Uh, yeah, I, I'm glad that that's uh, yeah. I, but I think it really works for this franchise, and I think that's part of you know again, it just sort of anchors it so much in skate culture and and uh, like like Matt, not a thing that I was ever really a part of. Uh, I was never a skater, but I always like wanted to be. I was oh, a yeah. poser, if you will. Yeah, um, and I was uh, a see really, you later boy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'd read a Thrasher magazine and dream about being that cool. Uh, so uh, you know, I I, I think I, I think absolutely it, it's it. I, I don't know. I mean, I I think just like the level of the level of uh, and it goes back it goes back all to the original game, but I think the they they touch on the right things in the remake of just like the level of detail uh, in terms of just sort of bringing this whole. Uh, you know, subculture to life, I think, is really, uh, really well done. But we, you know, we should get to our final thoughts on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. Uh, so we'd say something positive about this game and give it a numerical decimal rating. It is our review crew. Review crew. Thanks, Heather. I'll go first. Um, first off, I like that uh, they're one of the new skaters, Lizzie Armento, is from Santa Monica. Had some good times playing with her. That was fun. Uh, and uh, But I will say that my positive thing is, besides everything else that I mentioned, I'll go back to the soundtrack, and there is a Primus song on this 
that is a real treat for the ears. Jerry was a race car driver. Hit it, Matt! Again, this is like, I feel like I have a minute and 30 seconds left to complete the downhill jam right now. <laughs> Fuck, I've got S and T. I've got to find K, A, and E. Uh, I'm going to give this uh, I'm gonna give this remaster an 8.5. Wow. Heather, that what do you song, think? That song sounds like a level in a game starring a possum where like a bunch of barrels just broke out of a thing and you're running away from the barrels. Like, that's what that sounds like to me. It sounds goofy <laughs> and dangerous. Um, my positive thoughts about this are the evidence that this game is great is that I don't know anything about skateboarding. I don't understand how difficult what the character is doing is because I don't watch skateboarding. So, like, I'm not like, holy shit, I just did a, I don't know, boneless 360 knees knock ollie thrasher whoa she talks the talk (laughs) but (laughs) i played it more than i kept playing it like i kept being like oh okay I'll, i'll see if i'm missing i must be missing something and the physics and the input are pleasurable enough that even if you don't care about skateboarding or sports games you're like this is extremely well made and when the when I when I ground when I grinded, what would it be? Would you would you ground when when I ground or when I, I grinded? Maybe maybe just grind. Maybe yeah, when I'd grind. When I when in instances in the past when I would grind. When I would no when I did grind whilst I grind whilst I ground. I think that's right. The <laughs> helicopter blade in that first stage of. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. I was like, okay, that was pretty cool. I like that moment. So I'm going to give this game an eight. Wow. wow. Very solid score. I, I, there was a couple things. I meant to mention this. I'll just touch on these real quick. I like, just design-wise, I like that failing, or I'm not uh, failing, falling is a big setback. Like, it punishes greed. I feel like, I like that it takes, like, a lot of seconds off your clock if you fall, you, you if you bail on trick. And I think also the other design decision, which is really clever, is just, like, you can't cheese the same trick over and over again because it declines in score if you repeat yes. it. And I, I, just, I was like, oh, I think that's a really, really just a, a very smart way to encourage uh, experimentation and variety from the player. Uh, go ahead, Matt. Sorry, your, your positive thing and, and your your score. I mean, so many positive things. Um, I It's hard to just nail down one exactly. Like, they really went above and beyond with this remaster because I played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5. I have it. And it sucks ass. Like, it's really, really bad. Um, it doesn't have the same weight to it as, like, this one or the original ones did. Um, and, like, they, I mean, Vicarious Visions had um, the code, like, the handling code from the original games. And they refined it to be more modernized, uh, is what I read. And, like, that alone, like, just made it feel like I was playing it again like it was just like oh they like they did it that's how you know they did it like not like the soundtrack sure the like the skaters sure the location sure but like if it didn't play right it just wouldn't have worked like it would have just been like a disaster this thing feels like it's supposed to feel like um i i had a blast playing it i've a hundred percented most of the (laughs) locations um in both Trap in both um, games, and I messed around with the speed running a little bit. That seemed really fun. I got online, which I don't do because I don't like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, yeah, stay I got out of a, there. I, I, well, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, it's <laughs> but bad I, for I, 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 I played a little bit online, and I had I had fun there. And Jack Black is in the game as the police officer at the school. That's kind of fun. Love Jack Black, um, and. Uh, so, I mean, I'm going to give this game 
a 900. Wow. Breaking our scale. No, I won't do that. I will give it a 10, but it it, it is a 900, but it's a 10. <laughs> wow. Wow. Either 900 or 10 out of 1 million, depending on how you're scoring. <laughs> Those were our thoughts, but hey, maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong. We have some reviews from the internet that uh, claim a different result from the test that is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remastered. And Nick, I'll let you go first, unless you want me to go first. I'll go first. I've got a GameFAQs review of the original. This was dated in uh, the year 2000. This is by Karma. Score is 3 out of 10. I'll read some of this. Think fun for 20 minutes arcade game and you've got Tony Hawk. Why people call this one of the greatest PSX games ever made, I'll never know. I admit I'm no huge fan of skating, but even people that I know that do skate like the game less than me. Worse still, the developers of this game have some twisted humor. The first secret character, Officer Dick, is simply a joke about cops. All his skateboards have names that make fun of cops. The second secret character is even more outrageous than Laura Croft in her anti-feminist looks. I won't say anymore. Even though I am a guy, oh I'd rather God. not have a girl like this to ruin an otherwise serious game. I say serious lightly. Wow. Wow. I've got... It It was hard to find negative reviews about this game. And I think that the reason you had people to go all game. the way... Yeah, people love this game. However, I did find... Uh, when Googling the, a phrase that I thought might appear in a negative review of Tony Hawk Pro Skater... Uh, I did find this review from 4chan in 2010. I'm going to read a segment of it, a clip. Great. Tim Burton sucks. Purdue sucks. Michael Bay sucks. Selena Gomez is ugly. The Tick sucks. Madden sucks. ESPN NFL football sucks. Killzone sucks. Uncharted sucks, Supernatural sucks, Windows sucks, Shenmue sucks, Star Ocean sucks, Kenshin sucks, Timberwolves suck, Mavs suck, True Blood sucks, Xenogears sucks, Ghost in the Shell sucks, Sopranos sucks, Xenosaga sucks, Scott Pilgrim sucks, Tiger sucks, Kaon sucks, Phoenix Wright sucks, Carnival sucks, Ico sucks, Unreal Tournament sucks, Strike Witches sucks, Quake sucks, let the right one in sucks. Doom sucks. Half-Life 2 sucks. Detective Conan sucks. Red Sox suck. Vikings suck. Philly suck. Borderlands sucks. And Tony Hawk's Pro Skater sucks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's insane. Quite a list of grievances. It is a three-post list of specific items. That Very specific. I, that other people like. I think, and this person does not like. Can I can I read, can I read just the last few sentences of Please. of this rant? Because I Please. stopped in the middle. <clears throat> Tarantino sucks. Texans <laughs> suck. Gran Turismo sucks. Forza sucks. Ridge Racer sucks. Farscape sucks. Tim Schafer sucks. Zoe Deschanel is ugly. Woody Page sucks. Chargers suck. Jim Rome sucks. The Abyss sucks. His Girl Friday sucks. Woody Allen sucks. The Emperor's New Groove sucks. Finally, somebody's taking down His Girl Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Needlessly mean to Zoe there. Could have just stuck with sucks. Yeah. 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 Uh, When you Google the phrase, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater sucks, that is the result, is this wow. giant list of grievances against things that most people agree are not terrible. But hey, maybe they're wrong. Maybe they're <laughs> <Yeah>. wrong. <laughs> uh, Matt, you got anything? Yeah. Um, and this is, yeah, this was posted on Google in like the sort of review section there. I want my refund. I can't play with friends competitive online. I'm going back to modern warfare. And that's all it says. Wow. <laughs> I have another one that is just factually incorrect. Uh, this one is, yeah, also from Google. 
nothing like the original and got rid of the Christ Air special. I'm completely disappointed in the gameplay. I already wish I could get a refund. You can do the Christ Air. I that Christ Air, which is a move where you, it's a vert trick where you it's a grab where you put your arms out like Jesus Christ is my favorite trick. And I do it every <laughs> chance I get. You can do it. You are bad at this game. <laughs> that was maybe you were wrong. It's time for the question block. Ba-ding! All right. This one is from at Kendrew on Twitter. This game got me to try skating. Has there been any game that inspired you to pick up a hobby? Um, mm. I, I, uh, after I played Dr. Mario, I tried drugs. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say surgery. <laughs> that was mm. a genuine, like there was some genuine, like, like concerned parents, uh, like, like media outrage after Dr. Mario. People were worried about that, that exact scenario. Uh, I, I had a. Uh, boy, you know, I guess the only thing I can say is that, like, playing some, you know, any games based in history and real world history, I'm always like, oh, that's cool. Like, and and I find myself digging deeper into history. Like, I've read some more about history, world history, um, in particular, uh, because of like, you know, playing a civilization game or so, you know, like like and like learning about like like oh, who's Mansa Musa? Oh, that's cool. I never learned about this guy. And then and mm-hmm. then doing some more. So I, I but I guess that doesn't quite track with skill. I know I with, with learning a skill, which I get I guess a lot of people got into uh learning guitar from playing guitar hero. Yeah. Which I was which I was uh, I guess that makes sense. It's a pretty pretty direct A to B. I don't know, Matt, anything come to mind for you? I was just thinking about I mean I've certainly attempted skateboarding uh and have a skateboard in my car right now that i could try to go uh you know bust my ass (laughs) after playing this game but like i you know i guess with any sort of sports game that is fun you're sort of like oh i can just go outside and play basketball or like any sort of like um any sort of like good sim game there was uh, guitar hero rings true um particularly the drums as well there was one that i'm now forgetting about and i i had it as an answer when the both of you were talking and i it's gone i don't remember what it was and it wasn't a joke it was a sincere answer and i've forgotten it was it a music game was it anything involving a peripheral no i don't you know uh we talked about it earlier but this this brain's just getting older and i just can't remember you shot a lion in the zoo after you played Deer Hunter? <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. And that was after I watched the movie Deer Hunter. I just got the wrong information. <laughs> uh, hit us up with your questions on Twitter and Instagram at Get Played Pod or send us an email at getplaidpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 616 played. That is 616-275-2933. And Matt... It's time for you to tell us next week's game. Next week's game, Ring Fit Adventure. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, Bucket. Edge. Surprise.